the off season. Let's keep it tall. Y'all ain't fucking with my man. And don't check your watch. You know the time. Cold world. Killer can. Niggas is fucking yeah. finished. This shit too easy for me now. Nigga Cole been going plat since back when CDs was around. What you sold, I tripled that. I can't believe these fucking clowns. Look how everybody clapping when your 30-song album do a measly hundred thou. If I'm betting on myself, then I completely double down. If you hate it on a nigga, please don't greet me with a pound. I be staying out the way, but if the beef do come around, could put an M right on your head. You Luigi, brother, now. Trace my steps all in this game. You can see we cover ground. Back and forth from NC to New York when Jeezy had the crown. Vivid memories. Niggas start to squeeze, we ducking down. So many shells left on the ground and make the Easter Bunny proud. I get up. Dust my clothes off. Sleep is the cousin of death. No plans to doze off. The streets that don't come with a rep. I never sold soft. Just creep where the hustlers creep and got their o's off. You reach niggas yeah. up and like Steph to blow your nose off. Kazoom tight and then resume flight as if it never happened. Shit we witnessed full of so I much just, sickness. Angels shedding tears in heaven. Word to Eric Clapton. Off this clever rapping, bitch. My pocket. But if this ain't your preference, fuck your preference. You know I just. As I, you know, like I just, I'm trying. I, I know I've gotten here before, and I'd be trying to not be that guy, but I just, I just don't understand. You know, like this make you sleepy? Like this make you sleepy? I've, I listened to the whole album. I just those Zannies, those Zanny bars, and that that lean, and all that other shit that the other songs tell you to do. That don't make you sleepy. That makes you sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> getting 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 super high, killing people and, and passing out. That yeah. don't make you sleepy, but but thinking makes you sleepy. And here's the thing, even that narrative that like you have to be super in depth, like some of the shit wasn't like like Surface. It, 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 Yeah, it was just this is what you need to do, man. Like nigga had a song, you know, talked about, you know, uh as my son, like that, just is regular thought. Like my, as my son, I let go of his hand. I just, you know, basically, I'm just like, man, I gotta really prepare him for the world because you can't. Like that wasn't hard to think about. That didn't have like much depth, but it just sounded good. I just feel like once again, man, I just feel like we're not giving hip hop the fucking like the diversity that it, you know, that it requires. When you're not used to thinking, any type of thinking seems like you're overthinking. Yeah, I mean, I th- I feel like thinking makes it over, but also I feel like things that he says, it's I'm like, it's not even like super thinking. It's just this is good content about be yourself, man. I was scared. You don't have to be Captain Gun Toter. I toted a gun. Fucking wasn't for me. Realized I was really good at rapping basketball. This shit is cool to just be a regular nigga making regular raps about regular cool shit i was insecure i was envious i've had jealousy now i'm good i'm living my best life living my truth i'm a dad i like being a dad i like having a wife i like whatever like what the fuck i just i don't know that'd be just i don't understand you're not supposed to understand like on this show for us we come in here twice a week every week for the past year you and I, as mm. far as this is concerned, Shit, yeah, longer than that, you know, in the realms of the podcast itself. But every week, what what is one of the normal themes that we we bring up around here? I'm a big fan of your fucking fault. Accountability, right? Introspection, self awareness, 
learning from your mistakes, your mistakes, not the things that other people did to you, but learning from your mistakes. That's what his music talks about, right? Yeah. But don't we also highlight on the show on a regular basis how people run from that within their own personal lives? True. You think they're not going to run from that in music, too? (laughs) (laughs) If it's your life preference for yourself, I choose to run from accountability and all these other things, being responsible. If I run from that in my personal life, you think I'm going to run to music that tells me to do that? Yeah, that makes sense. You, you, I, I expect better of you and your expectations, sir. I just, don't, I just be wanting y'all to be better, man, because it's just like it covers all the gamut. It's like there's a, there's, you know, maybe okay. I guess I don't know because I don't know if you want the whole album to just. Slap, 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 slap. There's an album here for, like, if I want to talk my shit. And he basically says it. It's like, bro, like, motherfuckers just really, you know, be forgetting that you, like, did a thing. That you can do what you did when you did it. Like, we're going to swing dick. We're going to, I don't know. Maybe it's, um, sometimes I feel like it might even be just, a, um, an age thing. Because I remember I had a time where, like, no. I, oh, well, fuck it. I tried to. No. I'm not going to, before you even get on top of that hill and commit suicide, I'm like, <laughs> no, goddamn well, we was I'm listening like, to back, when we was in high school, now granted I'm a couple years older than you, but when we was in high school, I remember in 11th and 12th grade having groups of homies where we was listening to Black Black Star. True. We was still looking at KRS-One beats. Yeah, I be wondering, I'm like, is it like a a hip hop just... I don't say hip hop head thing, but like I just, yeah, I'm trying not to. But I like I really like, and I'm I'm not somebody who can just rattle bars off the top either. I just I've just enjoyed like the gamut. I like this over here, but also, man, I like sometimes I just want to tear some shit up. But this entire thing, I just it's hard to just every day, like every day you niggas you niggas is like I remember even that like in college, like sitting there walking to class. It's nine forty five, bro. You niggas blasting Webby at 9.45? Shit, man. Because I need something mindless and something aggressive to get my adrenaline up to make me deal with this stuff that I have low energy for. I guess. I need something that's going to change my mood. But again, that's deflecting. Why? Because I'm thinking that I need something else to change my mood as opposed to me understanding that I can control my mood. Look, man, I just be wanting you niggas to be cooler. That's all. Like, I just, like, I just feel like you can do you can do it all. You can do they it. can. Like, and here's the thing. The ones who have, like, the greats or, and all that, like, they run the gamut. Like, you you don't get, I mean, I understand you don't get 444 with 444 without Big Pimpin'. Like, but you can do it all, my nigga. Like, I just want you niggas to be like. The intro starts with Cam. Co-signing. Cam was never Mr. Super Intellectual, Super Positive. He, I am Harlem Street nigga to the core. I just know how to play well with these bars, and I know how to play hoops. I know women and drugs and a basketball. That's what I know. Still to this day, I'm apartment dwelling, project chick messing with money and all. <laughs> Him and his next-door neighbor is the funniest shit ever. Is but it next-door neighbor or downstairs? Neighbor? I have no idea, Whatever. but it's Cam. Yeah. And even Cam, going going to his interview a while back with Drink Champs, he said it. I can be a lyricist, 
but I understood sometimes I got to dumb it down when it comes to influence and getting music on the radio and in the clubs. He can bar you up. I hated Cam when I was a kid. I'm like, what is this thing? It's trash. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't his full potential. He was making a horse and carriage. As I got older and he started to let his lyrical content, like, oh, Cam can rap. He just be bullshitting. Because he know the bullshit going to sell. Let me sell the image. Let me sell the diplomat, you know, East Coast uh, image. But when I really have to tap into the bar, I can tap into the bar, which a lot of rappers have done. The only difference is, like you said, with, with the generations, we knew to say, I know that's what some of them do. Yeah. I know some of them. Like, we knew Lil Wayne, you can portray hardcore Lil Wayne, big blood all day long. You went to college, nigga. We know you set foot on on Houston's campus when when – when when Katrina hit, we knew you was in school, but we understood that you played both roles. Today, they don't understand the separation. They're trying to merge all these different identities into one person. I'm going to be the hardcore street thug that also can drive a Prius or a Hellcat or both. Or wouldn't like you're blending too much and there's no boundary and there's no separation. And that's the issue. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I guess I just it just seems so fucking uh you know, like limiting not let motherfuckers just like be their entire complete selves or whatever. Because the best of the best are the ones who just like, I felt like doing this. Like, I felt like doing this in every aspect. Like, I'm just fucking bringing it back to Hove, who's like, you know, one of the fucking pillars of the hip hop community. Right. Like, did the rap shit. I was one of the first, like, well, like you know, words were in DMC, but like, before, like, for this generation, nobody really was doing the rock rap thing. I just said, fuck it, Linkin Park, let's do this whole fucking album. Let's do it. I did clothes. I had Jay-Z Blue. Like, niggas are like, he's teaching niggas how to move. He's teaching niggas how to just do whatever the fuck you want. Like, the ones who are, like, the the staples of 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 these industries is, like, the Pharrells, the Timberlands. Like, these niggas' albums wasn't just, like, shoot a motherfucker in it. This was, like, I don't even know what the fuck that sound is, but I'm dancing to this shit. Right. The T-Pains, the, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, it'd be cool to see a fucking, um, I don't know, young toothpick become, uh, you know, some lyrical business, uh, art influence motherfucker like I, I i was like earlier today just fucking around and bouncing through instagram and i f- and i f- fell across um tyler the creator's instagram and i completely it was some it was one of the posts where he like was like 10 years in this game and i was like i remember sitting in the fucking um computer lab doing some stupid shit for school and seeing this nigga eat roaches and shit and it was just a whole bunch of fucking he was still rapping his ass off but it was just a whole bunch of fucking like um I don't want to say shock value shit, but it's like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? But right. I'm interested. Black and, Eminem shit. Yeah, and now the motherfucker wearing um hard bottom shoes and shit with whites, like just being fucking this artsy fucking he's thing. Understand, I think he's one of the first people that has played into the multiple personalities of an artist mm-hmm. and nobody's picked up on it. Where me, I'm, I'm golf. I'm Wolf. I'm Wolf Haley. I like, mm-hmm. I can play, this song is this personality. This song is this personality. This album is this type of person. Nobody really catches it because I'm used to embracing them all in a genre where you have to pick one lane and stick to it. I think that's one thing that he does too. I think, I guess, it is to being authentic because when he does that, I'm like, I don't feel like he's trying to um, you know, I, I like 
you hear like Nikki's got critiques sometimes so she cuts the Roman shit on or whatever. And it's like, you know, I don't know. Maybe that is like her real alter ego. But sometimes the alter ego things, and I'm not dissing Nikki. I'm just using that as an example because the first motherfucker to come before you got damn barbs, barb it up. Um, I don't care about you guys. You're nicer than me. They can kiss my grits. Um, but, you know, yeah, sometimes it feels like I'm like, I don't need that. Like, it just it doesn't seem like his shit just seems like I got a lot of fucking shit up here and. I need to like just have ways to express or whatever. Some people just feel like they just got names so they can be whatever. Like fuck that. Like even fucking we said to last week like Wu Tang like them niggas alter egos to me. I was like oh that's that's you honestly finding an outlet because nigga we're like comic books and shit and kung fu shit and I'm fucking Tony Stark's and whoop doop doop and I'm like okay that makes sense. So I don't know man. I just feel like. CeeLo doesn't get enough credit, I feel like, for that. Outcast as well, like, just... Most of the people that have played around with multiple personalities within their music and not sticking to one lane are the people that tend to be overlooked. True. Those are the ones that are, like, super just... I don't know, I feel like talented beyond belief, though. Like, they do that. True creators. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're, like, acting, acting. They, or they got that... All this going on up in here, it's functioning. Like they're yeah. they're above that twenty percent that the average person is using, and somebody that has their twenty percent but is only using eight of that twenty is not going to comprehend the level of of complexity that those people are functioning at. Yeah, like I'm not a, a super um I don't I don't have like the encyclopedia or dossier on all the producers and shit, but I was like looking through, um. Kenny Beats fucking shit this week like his Instagram and he like did something like it was early early like during quarantine I was like I feel like like I love like I love Rico Nasty shit and damn anything he touches I'm like this shit is fire but I just feel like I'm like damn like I still look at him I guess through like a hip hop lens Mm -hmm. it's still mad hip hoppy but like he was putting together some shit I was like whoa this niggas it was like picked up a guitar played the piano did this shit he was tweaking twisting i don't know any of the fucking producers but he was twisting on some shit that seemed like it was made in 78 and i was like niggas really don't pay like motherfuckers really do things like right. ex- extremely well like dumbass well like even his show the fact of like you come here you rap and i just make a beat on the spot like i'm just like yo motherfuckers are really like like super like artists motherfuckers and i just i don't know like we'd be looking at the nigga who like yells a lot on fucking camera but but that's part of the industry as well we don't see those people that have that ability and i'll even go back to going to drink champs again when you think talk about when uh mad skills was on there Mm -hmm. he's like yeah i've written all types of different songs most of us have like pharrell has had complete songs for somebody in a different genre and all they have to do is just create it in their version but i have the lyrics i have the beat the music the whole nine yards i've written as somebody that we know within hip-hop community like you're a lyricist but i've created pop songs i've created r&b songs. i've created these things because if i can create i can create but nobody knows that i'm doing it to make money and also put my art out there but when it comes to the ingestion of this thing Mm -hmm. people only see the surface Especially today where you ain't even got to have credit for being a creator anymore. Yeah. Just make it marketable, put it out, make it look good and make some money off of it. Like who who are your top three artists out right now? Shit, me personally? Not you personally. Oh, I, that's a different list. That's why oh, I ain't asked uh, for your personal thing. Yeah, the top three now? Who are the top three artists out right now? Well, we'll stick with the, the, the hip hop scene. Mm. 
I mean, Drake's always suffering, hovering up top. Eh, I don't really count Drake. Because Drake is just like, we know you're here. Mm-hmm. And when you drop something, <laughs> people, people are going to pay attention just, regardless. No matter what type of music they like, they're going to pay attention to whatever you drop. Whether they like it or not, they're going to go listen. Like Drake's, like the one, Drake's like the one punch man of music. Like he's just up here. <laughs> yeah, like him him and like DJ Khaled, it's like, okay, like we know you're around. And when you feel like putting something out, everybody's going to stop and listen to it. Whether they like it or not, they're going to give it their time and attention. I wasn't even super on, I'm like diverting from the question, but I'll come back. I wasn't even super on the DJ Khaled album, but I liked his previous ones. And this one wasn't bad, but it just wasn't like my favorite one. Right. But I even think like that is like a talent of like going now, whether it's like some orchestrated industry shit, if it's really him going, I want this one and this one together. Because sometimes I sometimes like I would have never put these motherfuckers together like in a song. This is some really talented shit. Like, you know, you make the beat even to flip a beat. Like watching somebody, like I, I used to, I, I remember, I know there used to be like those big like debates in hip hop, but watching a motherfucker like flip a beat, like there's a YouTube video of like um, J Cole putting together the um, Power Trip album and our song, and it's just like for a nigga to take that, like he, like you heard that, and then built the rest. Fuck y'all, I don't give a shit. Kanye is a talented motherfucker. Y'all can take take all that sample shit and unlube it and shove it directly up your ass because. Watching, going down a YouTube thing, you can tell what I've been doing these past couple of days. Um, watching that shit and watching a motherfucker take a piece of this, a piece of that, and make that a thing. Fuck you, nigga. That shit is amazing. Fuck you guys. It um, takes a lot of thought. Now back but, to your three. But yeah, the three now, shit, I don't fucking know. It could be um, Meg, The Baby. Um, who else is really like on a song all the time? There's, I'm like, there's names in my head, but they're not the top ones. Like, they're ones that are, like, always in the baby or Lil Baby? You know what? Scratch the baby, put Lil Baby. I was going to let you get to it. And, um, damn, I don't know who's, like, a third. Because the rest of them seem in the same, could all go for third. Those two, for sure, like, anything they touch is going to burn the fucking airwaves. Mm. Everybody that third spot it it it, it rotates like yeah because I can few weeks I can put literally any fucking name that it's it's not a name right yeah it's, it's, it's a just, song yes. whatever takes off on TikTok is going to give you that third person for this month that shit also and I don't know if I'm not a I'm not in the music industry I don't know if that's good or bad because literally yes they've made like tons of money but you'll you know if, I, if you if like you click it I've clicked the TikTok like fucking um. I've clicked the TikTok talk things and seen who made the song because I like tagged the person. Or um, speaking of like Kenny Beats, he was making a song with some fucking person, and I in my mind I'm like, how do you even? What the fuck is this? Like, not to diss, it's just like there's fifty thousand, literally fifty thousand people who sound exactly the same, and I just I don't know. Like I feel like an old person. I feel very elderly because I'm like I just knew. When I needed to listen to Nas, there was no place else I'm going to get Nas but from Nas. There's no place else I'm getting Cam than from Cam. I can't get Cube except from Cube. Like in a f- fucking in each in their particular coast, I can't get Dub except from nobody but Dub. Dub Mac and I and Cube was in the same group, and you can't get either one of them niggas except from that specific nigga. I can't get Daz. I can't get Corrupt except from them niggas or Snoop from. So I just that shit. I'm like it'd be four niggas on a song, and I'm like I don't even know where the fucking song changed. Now 
It's weird to me. It didn't. It was just created to blow up, make money, and create some sort of dance. Like that beat shit. Did I send you that beat shit? Where it's just like the this drummer dude and where to um what shit? Fi, go follow Fire World. Like Fire World on Instagram is like that's my nigga. Where to Jersey? But he's there was this video he posted and it's on YouTube and it's like I might post it on the page. Fuck it. It's like how um it's basically a, a video that's just like this drummer dude was like every song damn near out is the same beat pattern it's, it's the same, same beat pattern. like you're in the like the thing that lays the foundation little drum pattern is like it's the same they might add a little bit but it's the basic and i'm like damn that's fucking ass like like you see like once like once again you see timbaland just in a fucking room fucking and he said and he turns into a fucking thing and you like what that's i guess crazy you could i don't even know how you sit in a room and be like, I'm a producer. And, like, that nigga walks in or Pharrell walks in. you like, yes, everybody has their specific sound. But it's like, that nigga has specific sound because he made the fuck that. That he made that out of nothing. That's crazy shit to me. That's creating. Like a motherfucker. We're not getting creators today. We're getting personalities. Yeah. The music industry today is personalities. Which I can't be entirely mad at it because we had the ringtone era, which is similar to the TikTok shit, to be honest. But ours was still every artist. I'm selling my ringtone, so I'm trying to make money off of it because it's a new way to make money. Mm-hmm. TikTok is like, I don't even have to make an album. Ringtones is like you're getting a song off my album and it's the single and hopefully you buy it. TikTok is like, I don't even know if you cats is coming out with albums. No, and I'm like, and I, I felt like that was, look, man, it's cool when OT do it, but like. We don't expect albums from OT. OT's not an album artist. He's like, I pop up, I give y'all a single based on however I feel like being. I'm just having fun with this shit, and I'm making money off of it. And I'm going to go back to uh, Rich Crippin'. Big League. <laughs> Whatever it Big is. League. We don't. When when have we ever said, hey, "Oh, it's OT"? When you dropping that album? Nobody's ever said that because we expect it. Kind of like we expected Nate Dogg to not really have an album, even though he gave us one. But we expect you to feature on songs and sing the hooks. I think OT will give us one, but yeah, he just. I feel like, you know, OT is I respect it because he even said he's like, you know, you kind of come in here and realize, I'm just busting off of this one. I'm gonna just keep giving y'all the one, right? And I'm in the rooms with niggas who are giving y'all the albums and y'all aren't appreciating, but y'all are appreciating the one. Music is a business. Let me not overextend myself. Yeah. So as people are learning, they're figuring out the business. Like this generation understands the business a little bit better than the artists when we were coming up. The artists when we were coming up, they was putting out projects and getting jerked. That business was, was up that ass. It was trash. Today, they're like, I understand the goal. I'm going to give y'all one or two <coughs> singles that's going to blow up. I may give y'all something that's going to blow up on TikTok. We're going to all eat and then I'm going to just disappear into obscurity. And that's what trips me out sometimes when I hear artists now, like, that are signed. And I'm, once again, not a musician. But it doesn't seem like you get signed or anything like that without notoriety already. Right. So, from all the stories, I've never heard stories of, like, what the label did right. There's mad stories of how the label fucked up. Like, even T-Pain shit, like, where, you know, clearly T-Pain is just an unstoppable force. But, like, somebody else's career, that would have killed them if it's, like, stop making so many songs. Never in life has there ever been. Motherfuckers had two to five songs, maybe. I think maybe like two songs on the radio. I got fucking like 17. The label says, cut it out. And then Hove, the greatest motherfucker of 
people's lives comes and says the death autos that could have destroyed niggas. And it's like every time you hear the label do shit, like it's people who are, but people who are business people working with creators and artists and shit. And that seems to be not necessarily the best of mixes, especially even if you are on a platform where you have made a lot of statements about businesses not respecting the creators and then you kind of maybe pull a business move on your friends and then it becomes really a public thing. Um, are you referring to somebody that we know? I don't know the man personally, but like we've got, we've, we, I just, it's just, in all fairness, man, we've given a lot of like, hey, been very like jbp man y'all are teaching us how to move specifically like you know us actual in the podcast space they're teaching us how to move and now there's but yeah i guess now it just (laughs) this isn't a more i don't know man i don't know if it's any more negative because obviously like joe is always everybody's bad guy so i don't think he gives a fuck for real for real except for like their relationship but i guess you know you see a lot of debates about that online and I'm still trying to gather my like my side on that because I understand the friendship part. Like I really, really like from a personal perspective, I'm like, I feel that. But also I just I, I understand the frustration of if you're if this is still a business, we're still trying to eat off this. This is something that we're not not trying to fuck around with. This is how we're trying to make money and eat. And it can be the most perfect. And I, I guess I could add the frustration because in your mind, you're like, this is the most perfect scenario ever. We come to work to be fucking homies and then they pay for it. This is amazing. And I really just would like y'all to like, at least that's the side that people are painting on the internet. Like I'm in these rooms, I'm coordinating these deals. I'm this, that, and the third. And y'all just kind of showing up, you know, doing, le- you know, y'all pulling the Drake, you know, you're doing less and asking for more and shit or whatever. Like I understand that frustration. I guess I don't understand. Like, I don't know, man, talk, you know, fucking fix that issue communicate be be adults be accountable for your fuck up understand how to grow from your fuck up all the things that we said in the beginning that people avoid yeah you're expecting them to do that because they're rich and we looked at them to find a blueprint of how to grow things i'm looking not because they're rich i am this this is a lot of things there's a lot of beats that this hits for me because it also just looks at like because i even heard like there's another episode and i want to say like but you probably think you have to go to like Patreon it making it making it money, um, but we're like they're talking. I think he brought his therapist on, so now I'm like, because now you guys are like really really fucking up another game that I don't like that because it's a whole lot of mental health talk on all these platforms and my therapist. That's and, the popular thing. That's that's the, oh, not to cut you off, but that's no. the one thing that's bothering me about us understanding and coming into a comfort zone with mental health mm-hmm. is now it's getting bastardized like everything else. Yeah. It's a lot of people that are, I'm a life coach. I am a therapist. I'm a, no, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. But even that, I, I what I don't like with it is so that like. Fucking saying you're a trainer and you just signed up to do Herbalife. <laughs> like, knock it off. But even that, even if you are, I don't like the I I don't like the thing about um that if, you know, you have a bad doctor, a doctor doctors have done terrible shit, right? They've whatever and people aren't all together like well, I guess we'll never ever fucking engage in a hospital again because there's doctors who maybe have went gone to school even and like been really shitty at it. You get you motherfuckers I feel like are just really so terrified of the therapy aspect because there is 
big components of you have to unfuck yourself. I can guide you to the whatever, but you're going to have to really pull back some really uncomfortable, painful shit. And it's like, oh, that person fucked up. That person is a is a um, person who's who is adamant about mental health, but they're a piece of shit. Therefore, mental health as a as a whole is is a piece of shit. You guys who are in it are also crazy as fuck. And so I can just throw it all away. And I'm like, y'all are doing damage to the field, period, which is ass to me. If you just, you know, just say you want to be a toxic piece of shit, and I respect you more for it. I mean, that would expect that would be you expecting people to exercise some sort of discernment and really educate themselves on the truth of what they're seeing and the actual reality of what is to be understood. Even that, like the the discernment of what's what, like you don't put a, I don't know, man, you don't put a, a um, EMT or a paramedic and a nurse and a doctor on the same playing field. So even that, like understanding what a coach is, what a therapist is, even what a psychologist and a psychiatrist is, like everything psych just gets boiled into, they deal with the man and then they just, you know, fuck it off. No, that's not. It's not how this works. It's not how any of this it, works. It is how this works. Because when we talk about health, the only health conversation we're having right now is the vaccine. Because the vaccine is a cure-all, right? <laughs> yes. Yep. No, nothing Nothing else that you can do health-related helps you. But this vaccine is going is to Is that help. true that Bill Maher got it again? Like, after getting the vaccine? Let me fucking, like, we don't have Google. I... Here's why I can say you don't even have to look that up. Because they told us when they started rolling out the That's vaccine. Positive. Yeah, it's true. He they positive. told you that getting the vaccination doesn't stop you from catching and giving someone else COVID. Yet we are in an uproar to make people get the vaccine that does not guarantee that you're not going to get the thing it's protecting you from. But because of health, this is the health approach you need to have. And for your better health, you need to get this. You want me to get this thing for my better health that doesn't change anything? So for the sake of still, I guess, tying it to the title, because it was titled something about business, or whatever the fuck you said. That's but with, business. with the Joe thing, with the business thing, with the. Even with this COVID thing, like I, 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 I guess I, and this is my own thing of like um, expectations and wanting things to be a certain way is like, why is there such a hardship with discernment with things being not so red and blue, black and white, blah blah blah, and not and not at all of, and not all of it being thrown into the you making things hard or you're being super convoluted because that exists or being like a conspiracy person. Like, okay, even for the, even in the COVID example, like discernment would make anybody who's just a rational person, not that you're trying to rock the boat, just go, okay, you take the, you take the, um, the vaccine. It doesn't, it's not really, really a super cure all. And all of a sudden, we can just walk around without masks. I heard that shit on the fucking radio. Like mm-hmm. LA is about to just open up regularly. And it's like, okay, well then we just have it. Then like, this is all kind of mm-hmm. some bullshit facade. Like it makes no fucking sense. It's going to become a part of our normal life. Like the flu. Sometimes you get it different parts of the year. Sometimes you don't, which means we could have approached it like the flu to begin with. It's just a new strain of something. That makes everybody who was at the start of this completely right. Like it's not that deep. Not even that. We knew it wasn't that deep because in the beginning, what did they say? 97% of the people, 98% of the people that contracted it 
nothing really happened to them. A lot of the people that were dying were people that were already struggling with some sort of health complication. The people that died from it that had absolutely nothing wrong with their health, it's a very, very small percentage. So now, tinfoil hat guy, that's what I'm coming in, coming in hot. Um, <laughs> if, you know, very small percentage died, um, it's been like that from the jump, it makes you wonder, okay, well, like, what was the purpose of blasting this shit to the nth degree? Like motherfuckers was outside, like Resident Evil. Like it was just zombies. I mean, that's. I mean, obviously, that's it. My question is, I guess, for people, like, why would people's like people when you say this in public or to be, like they're for, well, uh, why are you so scared to just think about it? Just it's not even saying we're gonna fucking. They're not. I mean, if they're in our houses, well, fuck it, they've been here. Like you know, they saw you. You know, do some weird shit on. They know your browser history, like. <laughs> Within this country, right? Jesus Christ, the shepherd. Holy fuck. (laughs) We are God's sheep, and he protects us. Man. Just thinking on a surface level, shepherd and sheep, do the sheep think for themselves? Nope. No. They are guided by the shepherd. When they deviate away from the shepherd, something bad happens, and the shepherd has to come and save them. That's been the narrative that most of us have understood most of our life by way of religion. So when you get older and you have the opportunity to utilize discernment and think for yourself, what do you do? No, I'm not even about to stray away from the norm because that's how some bad shit happens because it's being reinforced in your life, especially for us as people of color, having dealt with slavery and all the other um, (coughs) colonialism. What? Thievery, basically. (laughs) All the stuff that we've been conditioned to experience in this country has taught us when you deviate from the norm, you get punished. Now, see, and when you say the shit like that, and then when you be like, hey, niggas, like, let's have a conversation amongst our lovely selves about conditioning. Well, I don't even condition my motherfucking hair. Like, I was on, just man. about to say like, the only conditioning damn. conversation that's going on is women that decided to take the natural route and start from scratch, and we see that trend is no longer happening anymore either. Yeah, I don't know. I just I get frustrated and like irritated about not giving things the complexities and variables that they deserve sometimes. And I'm I, you know, I, I get as frustrated as, as as most as anybody else. I get stuck in my ways as anybody else, but Come on, nigga. Like, sometimes it's, you know, whether you're dealing with the motherfucking next door or you're dealing with this big theory of whatever the fuck is going on in this country and the world, you got to go, like, come on, my G. Like, like even the fuck, even even if you are believing this shit down to its root and its cause and shit like that, it's like, okay, like, well, it's going up in, in where the boy was from. Now, we didn't we didn't, we didn't read this book and the boy was blessing and... You know, and he was out of here at 33, like Pimp C and Nipsey. And back, you know, back in his hood over there, it's a lot. They're doing a lot of fucking weird shit. So, what? They have been. They never stopped doing the weird shit. We just didn't pay attention to it. Yeah, yeah, I I, I don't know. This is getting into, like, a weird, fresh, like, weird way of, like, having issues that I don't even remotely know how to solve. Because things like posts online were, like, I saw a post and it was, like, it had like the landmass, and it was had like the t- time frame of like during this time period of whatever whatever year. Sorry, I don't know the year. It was just like all Palestine or all like Middle East, whatever. And it was like somehow around this when this happened, 
it now is like half half and then they just did this and it was all these and so it's like my nigga like y'all can see this this is not even like a secret you can see the takeover yeah you can see that this is some real nefarious shit so what is is it the first time it's happened though fuck no okay cause when we when we think about mother Africa is it all considered Ethiopia like it was at one point in time? No. It's a lot of different countries there, right? And they were all governed by different other countries. Some Spain, some in Europe, some here, some there, you know, Portuguese. How are you nowhere near, but you're the governing country that tells this country its rules and regulations and pulls its resources from it? The It's obvious that there's a lot of bullshit and control that has happened that led to this having the demographic that it has. And we turn a blind eye to that. So why are you surprised that we are turning a blind eye to things that we can actually see? Y'all are very frustrating. That's all that I'm saying. Like, I I understand it. You just uh, Everybody, all of you, come here. For those of you that, that, that pay attention and you're here with us every week, what do I say all the time? Human beings are stupid. Yeah. I don't say that. Because human beings are stupid. I say that because we choose to not pay attention to the things that are in front of us. Come on, Mark. God. (laughs) (laughs) Think, Mark. Think. (laughs) We choose to be stupid, man. It's unfortunate. Oh, shit. It's Kenny Mama B-Day. Hell yeah, your mom can get a birthday shout out. Oh, of course. Yeah. Everything paused. Shout out to Kenny's mom. Happy birthday, queen. For for, for creating such... I love you individual. Yeah, y'all listen to them clap. You got them working on cue today, goddammit. It. This is wonderful. This Created is wonderful. A, 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 a fellow, I don't know, man. I don't even call this nigga shake the table. That nigga take a table, throw it out, and build another one just yeah, to he, shit on it. Like He's, he's a lot. We're, we're a little bit nicer than boss. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your table, break your table, bring, bring you another table, and then poop on it. Y'all thought I meant destroy it. I mean, no, he'll literally shit on your table. Hi, take that, motherfucker. Took a shit on your desk. Mm-hmm. This is shit. Yep. Yes, yeah, yeah, like shout th- out to Kenny's mom. Happy birthday. You shall be celebrated. I don't know. I mean, I'm almost conflicted because on your mom's birthday, you sitting here listening to us, which I appreciate. But what you doing for your mom? And you're like, what if it's a family affair? If your mom is listening, then, <laughs> then that's even better. Like, shout out to you guys. Word. The whole family. Yeah. I, I hug you all. All Indeed. of you, thank you. Big fucking embrace, yeah. That's fucking wrap one. One big yeah, chocolate man. hug. Everybody, bring it in. Bring it in, baby. Bring it in. But yeah, soothe, soothe yourself, brother. When it comes to mental health, man, you know you gotta self soothe. When it comes to to all this information, especially even with with somebody like Kenny, like with us being those that we're trained intellectually within the standard confines of American education, but mm-hmm. we're also people that deviate from, from accepting the norm that we've been told. So that means we're getting multiple versions of education going on here. Mad conflicts. Not just the conflicts, but that creates a lot of turmoil up here and in here. Oh, I'm in, in the brain. Like, oh, yeah. I'm in the it's it's is. a lot of information that we're juggling. And the more we start to piece these puzzles together, the more I don't I didn't I don't like this picture. This don't match what what the box. The box told me this was going to look like this. And I'm piecing this shit together the right way. And it don't look like that. it can be frustrating. It's overload. 
So going back to my favorite thing in the world that when it comes to dating, a lot of women hate me for saying, but <laughs> release your expectations, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Your expectations are the reason why you are unhappy. These things have been going on throughout history. You killing your motherfucking self. That's a bar. Because, I mean, I actually just like, speaking of like, you know, using the tools you tell others, like in moments of frustration, I have to like, I'll sit down quietly and just like really come on. And I'm not doing, I mean, sometimes it is just flat out the breathing meditation shit, but I'm, I don't know, sometimes I need to unpack it like it's a fucking, like, problem or visualize in my head. I think I'll be a really lit Green Lantern. Because, like, I sometimes literally have to go, I'll make it, there's a box of fucking problems in front of me, and I have to literally take it out, or I'll, like, you know, make it like an actual person, and I beat the shit out of it. That's my favorite thing to do. That's, like, that's the one, man. Violence solves everything. I know. I'm really big. I got a one, when I get when I get really, like, salt and peppery and I decide to write my book, I really feel like there's a way to make your, your worst trait your best trait and vice versa. Like, I'm like, you know, you might just, I'm a fucking angry person. So it might be a little wrong for me to teach you how to, like, get rid of aggression, but I can teach you how to channel it properly. So, anyways, um... Fuck where I was. I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that. But you, you being able to sit down and calm yourself and self soothe when you have these moments. Oh yeah, in the, in the realm of like expectations, it's just like this motherfucker got on my nerves and is like, all right, T, just sit down a bit. Did they really get on your nerves, or were you like, I need to do this, this, and this, and I have this and this in my brain, and they didn't know anything about what the fuck you had going on. So you just were like, if and they said, I have to do this, and that fucked up your plan. You really just mad because your plans got fucked up, and the only person who said these plans was nerd was you. So you just didn't take this variable into account. That ain't got nothing to do with this motherfucker. You know what, Mike? You know what? You're right. I use that in regards to traffic. Like, these motherfuckers got places to be, too. Like, somebody in this on this road, somebody's dying, somebody fucking that nigga wife right now. Like, I really just got to not be late to my show. Like, right. I'll be okay. Like you are disarming your negative thoughts, which that's something that I, I talk people through in therapy to help them understand their power. Like, let me sit with this. Like most people get to a part of a thought that's negative and they stick there right. and they ruminate in that one aspect. It's like, no, follow the thought and then question that thought. And then you will start to disarm all the insecurities and frustrations Damn. that you have within yourself because you're allowing yourself to process this. It was crazy. If we don't let like, things process. It would be uh, goddamn crazy if that was something that we say on here regularly, almost like it was a, ask the why. Damn. Did we say that? That's I crazy. think we said that a, quite a few it's times. It's almost like on we here. said that if you find if you really just get to the root of the why, then yeah. But that also goes back to what we said at the beginning of the show, what people like to run from and avoid. In order to ask the why and self-soothe, I have to be accountable and I have to realize that I have the ability to change this thing that I'm frustrated about. So in that regard, see, saying it like that, that makes Joe's shit seem a lot. I'm frustrated with these niggas. I got him the fuck out of here. I mean, Joe definitely has to accept some accountability for the situation. I think so. I think just in general, like, I know people are putting a lot of, and that's one thing I think is a little dangerous. I think people are putting a lot of, like, blanket statements on on, on everything. Like, he burns every bridge. And I'm like, every bridge probably wasn't the same bridge. Like, he might clearly has a penchant for, you know, setting shit ablaze and going off. Sure. But all of these bridges that were burnt, you know, we can't, I don't know, if it might not be fair to throw this particular burnt. Judge this burnt bridge for this particular burnt bridge is because the nigga got because that bridge over there might have really been leading to some bullshit and he very much so should have burnt that. Right. 
So I think that's a little dangerous because now, now, you know, you have a fuck up and it's like pile on all the prior accusations or, you know, things or whatever. I think that's I just think that's a dangerous practice in general. Um, you know, if they tie in cool, I just feel like yeah, you don't have to make it if they're if they tie in, they would tie in on their own. You don't have to, like, try to fucking plug some plugs together that don't fucking go. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. That just has been something that's obviously like a hot topic, but something I've been thinking about because I'm like, you know, and for other just personal reasons, I'm like, you know, like friendship is cool. But I just feel like if they started out the gate, like you make it you make obviously you make it like a, a mutual joint thing, you know, transparency, guys. This is a mutual joint thing, but this is discussed as such. This is also handled in an equal manner. So it's not like, oh, yeah, man, DC is going to run off and he's going to go over there and talk such such and I'm go home and touch my dick. And then I'm going to call him and be like, did you do the thing? If you did the thing, maybe not, whatever. And now DC got to do fucking uh, his actual job. He got to go to therapy. He got to do this, that, the third. He got to talk to whoever the fuck is the guest coming in next week. Talk to the mother motherfuckers for sponsors. Then, yeah, in that case, he should he would probably be very justified and go, man, fuck this nigga, man. Like, I get, I just get to show up and talk shit and go, yeah, man, we've done amazing things as a podcast. And they could be like, we? What? So if that was the case then it makes joe's shit a little better i mean a little more justifiable but is that a far-fetched thing i don't think so and my only thing with joe is if he put himself in that position that now that's also part of we another thing we talk about a lot here on the show is duality both of those realities can exist because you you get that so goddamn bad (laughs) we're like no there's 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 your version there's my version and there's the truth no both of our versions are a version of the truth. They are both present within the truth. We're just not accepting each other's version because we're trying to impl- we're, we're including our own implicit bias. Yeah, there was a Maul Ma had a tweet about that. It was like somebody was like, you know, live your truth, you know, speak your truth, King. And he was like, you know, not my truth, the truth, because niggas do use my truth as a way to like sidestep the actual truth, which is kind of true, depending on if it's documented or not, because. Going back to, say, with with J. Cole's music, these things that I'm talking about are documented. When we talk about what's popular, there's no real documentation on that. You're presenting an image. We're getting a perspective. We like the perspective. We don't like the documented truth. When we talk about things that are factual, even within on this show, the inception of me being here full time. There could be two different perspectives on what happened on that episode of You've Got to Be I've Bigger gotten, Than the Problem. I've gotten a couple. <laughs> I've, I've gotten a couple like, you know, let's just listen. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But that that's documented. So no matter what version somebody would want to present, you can go and listen to the actual factual for yourself. And then you can raise up your own interpretation of, of what you were hearing. But when you are receiving facts from a second or third party source like most of us are are doing when it comes to music and when it comes to Joe and when it comes to these vaccines and all the other things that we've discussed on this show, Christianity included. I'm getting my interpretation given to me from somebody else that has more information than me, but I don't know the actual facts. It's a bar. Yeah. I mean, that boils down to what? We don't know shit. We don't know shit. Yeah. I um yeah, I guess that's always been like my thing with this is it's like everybody kinda 
and, and it happens in everybody's like arguments person like or debates or disagreements mine personally too it's just like you know falling back into your perspective and as long as it's like in complete opposition to the other one it moves nowhere because people are on you know mauling them side and it's like you dished your buddies and it's like well we gotta you know yes it's friends and yes it's business but even when like you hear joe talk about it it's like you know he talks about it in ways that i've heard shit not fuck step outside of us just people on the good news talk about like their shows like this is something that is a dream it is a lifestyle whether somebody has money and whatever already um you know because we look at like joe he's like he was already rich it's bigger than money it's like yeah but if you built something and it becomes like what you consider to be your calling or your dream like i feel about this the way I feel about hip hop. I'm an artist. I'm a creator. I get to come up here, whatever, and people aren't taking it as serious. Then it does feel like a kick in the balls. I don't know how that trans- translates to like the business side of things, but I understand that perspective. I also understand, I guess, being Maul and Roy is like, okay, we've been here the same step as all every step of the way. And if they have now, if they've done that, and if they were there every step of the way, and if Joe was pulling that some some of that like I'm the fucking uh I'm I'll take it on the chin so you could just be the guy then you're a dick. And, it, yeah. yeah. And it it kind of depends. So when you when you talk about percentages, right? Who gets what piece of the pie? So to speak. Mm-hmm. If we're all in the kitchen, but I'm preparing the pie and all you're doing is passing me what I tell you to give me, do you really deserve an equal part to this pie that I do? That's a bar. If I say I want to take half the pie and then y'all can split the other half, man, we was in here making it with you. No. I told you to pass me the nuts. You pass me the nuts. I told you to pass me the molasses. You pass me the molasses. I told you to hand me the roller for the dough. You rolled me the dough. But none of you touched any of this and mixed it, and you didn't even turn the oven on. So do you deserve as much as I'm saying? Like, why do you even have to check something? If you understand that I'm putting in the effort, this is my livelihood. You can even bring up the aspect of Joe being rich beforehand. I wasn't Mm -hmm. rich off music. I'm rich off other TV shows of me talking. Mm. This is what I do. You, Rory, you have your music. You still do your music and your Duce Palooza and all these other things outside of the pod. And that takes a good good part of your attention and your focus. You come here as a relaxation. Maul, Maul, you do your own thing. You come here as a relaxation. I'm here. This is my job. I've never heard anybody be able to tell. He's been around the industry for a while because his family's been attached to Rockefeller and all the other stuff. But you do your own thing during the week. You even show up here not on time when we're trying to get ready for the beginning of the show. So it depends. Now, that's not to completely negate Rory and Maul's side at all. I'm just saying, dif- depending on the perspective that you look at, it can depend. In my opinion, everybody, y'all all stupid. Everybody's fucking yeah. up and everybody's ego is in the way. And I pose to everybody sitting down at the table and being able to do the things that we talked about at the beginning of the show, be accountable, figure out how I contributed to the fuck up and what I can do to make it better. If every person doesn't do that separately and then do it collectively, Nothing gets better. And that's exactly what's happening. Everybody wants their version to be understood, but nobody's putting forth the accountability and the effort to actually make the change and work it out together like adults. That definitely speaks also, I feel like, to going into a situation to hold this other person accountable as opposed to, you know, you have to, 
I don't even know if I should say like it's paradoxical. Like it is kind of like you you go in to give. I'm giving. This is my fuck up. This is where I apologize. And I feel like that's how things motherfuckers. Like, we could wrap this up in a week because six months down the line, you realize that like I did fuck up, and really I just want to make this better. So here is what I did. I apologize. And in my experience, nine times out of ten, the other motherfucker goes, yeah. I know for me, like, because if you come in, and I like to try to think of myself as, like, I'm trying to get a good handle on this shit, but you come in, you did this, you did that, deal, you whatever. Okay, well, fuck it then. If this is just a fuck me show, well, then, all right. Then we can just pass this because this is not a fix-it thing. This is a I'm the shit show thing, and we can go on from there. Right. But if it's a, oh, I did this piece, oh, okay, well, then now we can have the conversation about building. Man, I didn't even know. So maybe next time we could, oh, shit, cool. Problem, that's how you have a problem that never reoccurs again. Right. But that, that, that again, that requires everybody to be forthright about what's going on. Now, we on the outside looking in, I don't know the dynamics of their agreement, their contract, their all that. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But for me, para mí, I can see this happening when Joe announces the Joe Budden Network. This is the Joe Budden Podcast. He's already positioned himself to be the main aspect of all of this. Oh, yeah, and us knowing Joe, we know that's going to bring forth some ego. Especially when it was like before it was like it could have easily stayed. And I think got to the same trajectory and it was like the I'll name this later. But to turn it into the Joe Budden Podcast, even when I when that first happened, I was like, hmm. Originally, it was like the podcast with no name or some shit years ago, right? Yeah, I'll name this podcast later. I'll name this podcast later, right. And then when we do figure out the name, it's the Joe Budden Podcast, but it's all of us here together. Like, you can, if you pay attention, you can foresee how Joe's ego could have popped up. I mean, yeah, I think it's that. You're doing the same thing you've been complaining about for years as far as the industry doing to you. You did that to your homeboys, and now everybody's triggered to the point to where, point of no return. But I, I just to keep everybody on the same ballpark, I think it's on them as well to go, hey man, let's let's start this at a even slate. I get you're the rapper, I get nobody knows us from a fucking can of paint. But if we doing this, we're doing this. And then you accept that if we're doing this, you put in your side of the we. And then it's I don't know, I just feel like that works better. It's, it's clearly more work, but right. it's less bullshit on the back in end. In a perfect world it should work better. Here's the part that that lets me know Joe is kinda on some fuckery. I understand what Joe is doing doing, and I champion him from the business aspect and figuring it out. But for you to say, fine, you guys are fired, you guys are let go, but you can't start a podcast for a year. That lets me know you're them on some business bullshit. did not adhere to that either. Good. Right. They don't respect, have to. Why should they? I if, respect that. Fuck you. Fuck if we did shit. this all together, you don't own my likeness mm-hmm. just because we're not here under your thing anymore. That doesn't mean that we can't speak. We still got mouths. We had mouths before we started doing this. But that lets me know that's that's business ego, Joe, that's stepping in to try to... I'm trying to monopolize the situation and control it for my benefit. Anything y'all do, I'll get a piece of it. Who says who? We're only having to do this because you got rid of us. You can release your ego, sir. So that's why I say everybody, everybody's got their hand in the cookie jar. And ain't nobody baking more cookies. As much as I understand that situation and that mindset and as individuals in the creative slash business space, I know I still struggle with the fucking, is business, it's not fresh. Like, there's honor and integrity and all this shit, and y'all should move. Duality. Both can exist. You can be friends and do great business without pissing each other off. 
we have been conditioned to think that business includes us being the shark tank. But who? What folk? All right, y'all. That's they see you fucking on Monday. Get you some fucking uh, grab you somebody you like a little bit. Get you some Leon Bridges and maybe you somebody you like a lot. Cause this is some fire ass shit. You don't waste this fucking motorbike song and no fucking floozy. But <laughs> that's about it. Jezebel. Yeah, fuck that. Why not? Floozies needs serenading too. Nothing. This is this is up to me. Yeah. Okay. Bye.